probably more people than you know, and you yourself are experiencing certain things, but maybe are afraid to talk about it, or you feel shame around it. And I just want to say there's no freaking shame in saying that you need help and that something's beyond your grasp. Welcome to the Jen Marples Show. I'm your host, Jen Marples, a former public relations agency owner turned business and life coach and motivational speaker dedicated to helping female entrepreneurs achieve the business and life they desire in their 40s, 50s, and beyond. Each week, I'll be bringing you conversations with incredible women who are rocking entrepreneurship and taking courageous action while also dealing with all that midlife entails. I'll also be dropping in solo every week to share thoughts, advice, tips, and tricks that will help you live your best life. If you are thinking about pivoting in your career, starting a new business, or looking for a second act, stick around as I guarantee you will be inspired. And know this, you are not too fucking old. Hello and happy Monday. Welcome to the Jen Marple Show solo episode. So something has been popping up in a lot of my conversations lately, and that is how hard it is to sometimes process feelings and emotions right now in this midlife phase. I know it's always kind of hard to process emotions, and sometimes it's really hard for us to really face our feelings, face our fears, and deal with them. So, you know, you can just choose to, which I have definitely done in the past, choose to run away from feelings. You can choose to busy yourself to the point of you don't have time to think or just keep so active that you don't even, you're you're simply not in touch and you know something's wrong. You know something's deep inside of you that you need to process. I'm not a doctor. Let me just, disclaimer, I am not a doctor. But um, I've done a lot of work on myself. I've been seeing seeing a therapist for 20-something years. And I started seeing a therapist when I was trying to get pregnant and wasn't getting pregnant and needing to go through IVF. And that's when anxiety for the first time presented itself to me. I hadn't really thought about it or had a name for it or kind of experienced it. Because, you know, in retrospect, I did have some little glimmers of it in my 20s. But really, it's kind of kind of hit that 30 year mark and was not getting pregnant and not knowing if I was ever going to have my own children. That was a real big eye opener. And so just experiencing that and then going into therapy, and I'd only been to one therapist before who was like, here, take a pill. And that just seemed wrong to me going to that person because he knew me for 45 minutes and then was prescribing drugs. And that wasn't, it didn't feel right for me at the time. And I'm not saying again, I'm not a doctor everyone's going to be making their own decisions. But what I want to do with this chat today is just sort of demystify and actually not even demystify, but destigmatize the fact that we all need help. At certain points in time, some of us need more consistent help. Other times there's acute situations that happen and we need to reach out. And I just want everyone to know that it's okay. So I'm going to be the one who lays it all out. And hopefully that helps you to feel empowered to do the same if you're not already seeking help. So back to uh, when I was unpacking everything for my anxiety, it turned out it was just blowing the sort of family history that I had in my mind wide open. I have had a very contentious relationship with my father. 
and I'd never addressed it. And it just somehow popped up at this point in time. And so I did a lot of deep work and was excavating what that meant and how that sort of shaped me into the person I was 20. This was almost 20 years ago now at this point. And I'd never done it, but it was such important work and so freeing. So I do suffer from anxiety. It's very interesting. I'm sort of this high functioning person with anxiety. And I always laugh. I don't laugh. Well, I do kind of chuckle to myself. Anytime these memes or little Instagram posts pop up and they say, you know, remember to check on your strong friends. That's me. I'm I'm that strong friend who's always there for other people. It's who I am. And I'm happy to take on that role. And it's it's my it's my calling from high above to serve. And so I think that having this sort of perspective of, you know, life, it feels hard for me. And so to look at my life on the outside, you wouldn't think that's the case, but it is the case. I've done, like I said, I've done a lot of work with therapists. I've been in touch with, you know, nutritionists, naturopath, because, you know, everything's all connected. The mind, body, gut connection. I firmly believe in all of that and have explored that and changing diets and doing some different things. Obviously, if you've followed me along, you know, I do a lot of exercise, but I have to be careful because I can throw myself too hard into something and it actually becomes counterproductive because of my sort of personality type and this anxiety. But it's interesting. And I just, I want, I just want everyone to know that you're not alone and that probably more people than you know, and you yourself are experiencing certain things, but maybe are afraid to talk about it or you feel shame around it. And I just want to say there's no freaking shame and saying that you need help and that something's beyond your grasp. And so I have a therapist that I've been working with for 20 years. And so when I get into a state and I know I can't kind of dig out of it, I call her and it helps. It's the best money you will ever spend is talking to a therapist if you need that help and support. There are certain friends I also can talk to about these things, but not everybody is willing to go super deep and get really deep into the muck and you'll be... (laughs) it is kind of interesting. There's certain people where you can start talking to them and talk about breakdowns and anxiety and this, that, and the other, you go deep real quick. And there's other people who just can't, and it's fine. You know, everyone has their different levels of comfort, but you can't rely on even partners, best friends, parents, spouses, sisters, brothers, whomever to actually understand what you're going through. It really does. It does help to talk to uh, trained folks who are there for you. Now, I do want to say, I don't know what made me think about this, but I've been having a lot of conversations with folks. And it's again, we live in this this world of like pretty, pretty perfect pictures out there. Everybody thinks they have it together. People have told me to my face, oh, you don't struggle for anything. And oh, your life is perfect and this and that. And I will bang this drum till the cows come home. Nobody knows anybody's story. Nobody knows behind the curtain. Nobody knows behind the scenes. Nobody knows nothing. So don't make any assumptions on anybody's lives, please, because it's it's really actually quite dangerous to do that. We have no idea what people are dealing with behind closed doors. If it's something within themselves, their kids, spouse, you, just nobody knows. So there's a little PSA. Let's just remember right now, we are not judging anybody and not making any assumptions. I once went into, I was exploring, this was a number of years ago, when I, if you've listened to my intro podcast, I said I had a massive breakdown because I shut down my my company. I couldn't actually deal with all the feelings and emotions that were coming up because it was, you know, decades in a career, being attached to this sort of persona, if you will, that I was, and I was very proud about, and it was really hard to walk away 
I needed to walk away. And it was very hard to walk away from the success, the accolades, the money, the status, the this is what Jen did. And to all of a sudden be stepping back, it it felt like a big failure, even though I made the decision. And it was really rattling. And I had to go back to my therapist therapy for months. And I had mentioned this before, but she had said, you have to really think about yourself, Jen, as like breaking everything down and really going back into the cocoon and sort of nurturing myself and building myself back up to then be able to sort of come out of this cocoon, turn into the butterfly, it's this whole metaphor and be able to sort of soar again. And it took a lot of, it took a lot of work. It took a lot of therapy. It took a lot of, you know, talking to doctors, healthcare providers to also deal with some health issues I was dealing with at the time because I was fried. But at one point in time, my therapist and I had talked about doing a therapy called EMDR, which I have not done, but she wasn't able to, because she was a psychologist, I needed to go to a psychiatrist to then have them refer me to this EMDR type specialist. And it's more, that's more of a, I think a cognitive therapy, it's not talk therapy, just to kind of once and for all get rid of sort of like the childhood trauma. Like I said, I had this really tough relationship with my father. So there's just these, these loops that kept coming up. And she said, I think we're kind of done talking about it, certain things like, let's try this other therapy. So long story short, I went and I found someone to talk to. And then in within this meeting, there was a woman, she was a psychiatrist. And I said, I'm here because I need your referral from an MD to go into this um, type of therapy. And we were chatting. And because I present well, you know, I put myself together. I was never the person who was depressed, who looked like my hair was on fire and had bags under my eyes. I always looked fine on the outside. I was crumbling on the inside. So that's why I go back to when people are like, check on your strong friends. It's like the people that you think have it all together can be a coping mechanism because it's something you can control. So we can, again, you can never ever make a judgment based on how somebody looks about how their life is. So this woman, this doctor said to me, she's literally said to me, you don't look like you need help. You look too good. I've just laid out all the stuff I've been going through and how I haven't been able to get out of bed and how I have these limiting beliefs and these really, really bad thoughts about myself. And you're saying I don't need help because I have a nice outfit on. I brushed my hair. It was just the biggest bunch of bullshit that I've ever heard in my entire life. And at least I had the wherewithal to know it was a bunch of shit and I left. And But the sad thing is, is back at that time, I didn't pursue this other therapy and I still haven't. It's still out there, but it's dangerous. Like it's kind of shame on that doctor. That was a very dangerous thing to say, you should know better. I mean, somebody could come in looking like Miss America and be cutting herself and whatever. Like there's, we all know it's a bunch of crap. We all know our rational brains know that just because how somebody looks doesn't mean that has anything to do with what's going on on the inside. And I I just felt compelled to share that with everyone because we just don't know what's going on with people. And I do want you all, if you are feeling like you're struggling with anything, just to to get help and support that you need. Because it's a very lonely place if a doctor tells you you don't need help because they say you you look good. It's like, um, okay, thanks for nothing. I guess I should have come in here and had mascara down my face and then you would have taken me more serious. So that's, again, I don't know, it could have just been a one-off, but some of these weird types of things have happened to me in the past. But anyway, fast forward, anxiety is something that I deal with. 
And I do think that it becomes a bit more pronounced if you do suffer from anxiety in this midlife time. And I do know from research and hearing this on the news and reading articles that anxiety in women in midlife completely obviously skyrocketed during COVID because of that very acute situation that we are in. But COVID aside, I do think we are in this this sandwich kind of time, meaning we've got a lot of us have kids, some have younger kids, some have older kids, maybe no kids, but then we've also got aging parents. There is a lot of pressure on us career-wise and to make money. And yet, of course, the reason I'm doing this podcast is there is this extra added insecurity of, oh, gosh, am I too old? And of course, we're not too fucking old. Hello. But it does exist. We do. It's a very real thing. Ageism is a real thing out there. And so there is, there's a lot. And then, of course, there's things with our kids. Maybe kids have special needs. And even if your kids don't have special needs, they're still giving us a run for our money in myriad ways just because they're kids. And so there's there's all of that. So there is a lot and then bring in relationships and all of that. And all of a sudden, boom, it can become overwhelming. So I, I really wanted just to be brutally honest here and say, I deal with it. I know a lot of you deal with it. And if it's anxiety or depression, whatever it is, just please get help. There's no shame in it. I've got a list of people that I tap into regularly. And I have practices that I do. Obviously, I need to exercise every day, but I'm not going to say you can't, you can't exercise away anxiety and depression. It helps. It definitely helps. But if there are things that you need to unpack or need to just kind of face head on, I would just encourage you to really look at it and deal with it. Just take the steps and there's no shame in the taking the steps to uh, make yourself better game. Because we would, if you think about it, what would you tell a friend? What would you tell your kid? What would you do for a partner? What would you do for a sister or a mother? Anybody who is suffering. I just don't want anybody to suffer. And I just want us all to talk about it. We should be able to just talk about how things are hard. I actually get frustrated with people who I know there's things happening. I'm like, just tell me about it because I'm telling you all about it. Just tell me about it. Because by talking about it, either with somebody or going to see a professional, it releases something. And I know there are different steps to take based on how severe something is, how acute something is based on what's happening in your life. So I hope that helps you all. I'm going to toggle between real raw truth. I'm going to be the one who throws myself out there and lays it all out. I don't expect all of you to go out there and shout it from the rooftops like I am. I just know in my heart that if I can, if I can help one of you out there, maybe seek some help or talk to a friend or do something just so we don't have to suffer alone. We're just not meant to suffer alone. I'm happy to say, you know, I'm, I'm feeling really good right now. Anxiety pops up. It's just, it's part of my day-to-day life. There have been places or points in time rather where, like I said, having kids, I, you know, ups and downs in marriage. There's all these life things, deaths, births, whatever it is, there's, you know, that's called life, right? So there's all these, these ebbs and flows. If you take the steps and just find help, I'm just hoping that it's going to make your life a little bit easier. Just because you need to to explore something right now, it doesn't mean that's going to be the rest of your life. And I know that from tons of experience in this and seeking out help at different points in time, that it's really part of my healthcare routine. I know if I'm coming off the rails or something really big popped up, I will tell you that during the pandemic, my anxiety was off the charts and I couldn't even name couldn't even say why. And I think also too, that was, it was just, it was everything out there. And if you all experience that, 
I did read a bunch of articles on it. We were experiencing a collective anxiety from the collective humanity out there. So that was a very real thing. But I know a lot of us were, I was suffering and suffering. And I finally, I'm like, I got to talk to somebody because I can't quite pinpoint what's going on. I talked to my therapist and we worked through it. And God, that made me feel so much better. It made me feel like I wasn't alone and I wasn't going crazy feeling the way I was feeling. So ladies, key message here is if you feel like you need help dealing with anxiety or depression, or just feel like something's off, please just go talk to somebody. Ask your friend for a referral for a therapist or just do your research. And it might take you a couple different tries to find somebody you really sync up with. And once you find that person, then that's your person and tap into that support system as much as you need to. All right, y'all. I love you. Happy Monday. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to find out more about how I can help you with your business or life, or you'd like to know more about this podcast, please visit my website at www.jenmarples.com. And if you sign up for my newsletter, I've got two free juicy gifts for you. My stepping into the spotlight guide, if you're ready to be seen and heard in your business, and my 12 steps to pivot guide, if you're itching for a change, but don't know where to begin. Finally, I'd love to connect with you on socials. So please follow me at Jen Marples on Instagram, LinkedIn, or TikTok, and let me know you listen to the show. Nothing makes me happier than connecting with you, dear listener. Have a beautiful day.